Imagine never worrying about empty slots in your calendar again. As a therapist in private practice, I know how hard it is to get more clients in the door and to do it consistently. Unconditional media helps you help more people by leveraging the power of Google AdWords to promote your business. Head on over to www.unconditional.media to get started. That's www.unconditional.media. All right, we've got a great show for you today. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the second part of our series entitled Without the Hysteria. Today we're talking about blogging without the hysteria. So um, a couple things come to mind when I think about blogging as a therapist in private practice. So number one, I'm going to start the same way I started the last episode, which is we have to define why blogging. As with all things in your business, please know why you're doing something before you do it or before you continue doing it. So uh, even if it's something that you maybe you started doing or you started doing um, when you first launched your practice, it doesn't necessarily mean that you should keep doing it. So it might be a good chance today to sit down and think about, is blogging something that I want to continue to commit to in my practice? And am I I really getting what I should be getting out of it? Okay, so... um, when you're thinking about why blogging, there's a couple reasons, right? Number one could be to engage with your audience and to educate your audience um, and kind of build rapport with people that way. The other obvious one is SEO, which I'm not going to go too much into because it would be a can of worms, but certainly blogging can help your SEO when done well. Um, in general, I, I want you to first think about though, is anyone actually reading your blog And if so, how do you know? Easiest way to answer this question is if you have Google Analytics set up on your website, go to your analytics, look at the traffic to your blog posts um, and see if there's actually anyone out there reading. Um, So for a lot of therapists, the answer is probably going to be no. A lot of people might not be reading your blog and you might be kind of devastated by that. Um, because I think when a lot of clients find us, um, sure, they could skim your blog section. They might read a post or something. It could help them and it could help you in, you know, increase that rapport with them. Or it could be one of those things where clients go to your website, they read your homepage and your about page, and then they call and your blog doesn't do a whole lot for them in terms of building the building that trust and rapport with them. So um, just, just think about and look a bit into, um, how much traffic is my blog actually getting? If I'm getting some traffic, are there people, um, reading, is there a particular post that's super popular or a particular kind of post that's more popular than others? And you might use that as a way to, um, kind of inspire additional content. Um, you also want to think about, are you doing other stuff to help your SEO? right? So just blogging with no real strategy isn't necessarily going to do anything for your SEO. So please know that going into it. Just because you start started a website and then started blogging about whatever you wanted, by no means does that mean that you will necessarily um, see any, any good traction with your SEO as a result. All right, so we've defined why blogging. You're making a decision here as to whether blogging is something you want to do or keep 
keep doing. Keeping in mind that you can also choose to do other kinds of content like a podcast or a video series, etc. So blogging is just one kind of content that you might choose to use to promote your practice. Number two, so let's say you've decided you are going to blog. And if you are going to blog, obviously, please do it consistently. So whether that's once a week or once a month, do it consistently so that the people who are reading can actually grow to expect it and trust that they're going to keep getting some good content from you on a regular basis. Um, Number two, so if you've decided you're going to blog, then we want to spend a little bit of time defining your audience. So who are you actually writing to? If you work with a lot of kids, then you're probably writing to their parents. The parents are the ones who want who want the information, who are making the decision about choosing you as a therapist. So you're going to gear your blog posts toward being helpful to those parents. Parents might be your audience. If you see a lot of young adults like we do in my group practice, you might gear a lot of your blog posts around things that young adults might struggle with, like social media addiction or fear of missing out or whatever it is. Um, so I think it's important to, to start by defining your audience, know who you're talking to before you just start writing. Number three, identify questions that your audience commonly asks. This is the same tactic we use for creating a lead magnet in the last episode when we talked about email marketing. But um, if you're getting stuck on topics, just think of some questions your audience commonly asks. So if it's a parent, you know, ways to have your kids, you know, engage better during dinner conversations or something like that. You might write a blog post about that or how to, you know, keep your child busy and healthy during the summer, something like that. Um, so I would just spend time brainstorming your topics first, create a list of those topics, and they can all tie back into questions that, are, that you feel like your audience commonly has and just go from there. Number four, create the skeleton of the blog post using clear headlines and bulleted lists. So that, that kind of pop psychology feel of a blog post is actually a really strong way to write. People are more likely to skim than they are to read every single word. So certainly bulleted lists that are very skimmable are going to um, be advantageous as opposed to really thick, large paragraphs. Number five, um, include a very clear call to action. So if you're going to blog, then at the end of that blog post, please tell them what you want them to do next, whether it's to read another blog post or to um, download this PDF to get on your email list or more likely to pick up the phone and call. So if it's a blog post about eating disorders, your call to action might be, you know, call for a free consultation to see if we're the right people to help you with what you're struggling with. Something like that. But but by all means, it's not enough to just deliver the content. You want to make sure that pretty much every page on your website ends in a clear call to action. All right. Number six, and this is kind of a productivity tip, batch your writing and your writing and publishing and spend no more than about 30 minutes per post. Your posts should generally be at least 500 words, and you should have some that are closer to 1,000 words. Those might take a little more than 30 minutes. But again, if you're spending more than 30 minutes on a 500-word blog post, you probably shouldn't be blogging, right? I think you should probably either outsource or have someone in your practice do it, or again, just choose to do a different kind of content, right? Um, that That is entirely fine as well. But again, batch it together. So sit down and do all this stuff maybe once a month. You can write your four posts. You can 
you know, find the blog images for the posts, etc. And you can schedule them out to post, you know, every Tuesday this month. I can't tell you how good this feels to get that stuff out of the way. It's the way that I work, the way that I put out most of my content, including my videos, my podcasts, etc. So um, when you do that, it really clears room to do a lot of other important stuff for your business that only you can do. So by all means, batch your content as much as humanly possible. All right. If you haven't done so already, head on over to privatepracticeworkshop.com. You can download the email marketing workshop absolutely free. And um, oh, one more thing. I wanted to ask you all to submit your questions. I want to add a new element to the podcast and I want to hear what questions you all have. So head on over to um, speakpipe.com forward slash PPW. So that's speakpipe.com dot com forward slash ppw you can submit an audio recorded um, question and um, i'm actually going to be entering you into win a free copyright coaching session with me as a result of submitting your question so submit your question with for a chance to get it answered on the podcast so i'll actually play the audio of your question and then i'll answer it on the show and you'll be entered in a chance to to win um, um a session with me So um, please head on over and do that. I'll also include the link in the show notes and we will take it from there. All right. I hope you have a great week. See you soon.